Want to go to our phone lines? We're joined by good friend of the show, Steve Gill with the Gill Report. This segment sponsored by God Bless the USA Bible. Find more at GodBlessTheUSABible.com. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, and uh, don't get blown away by the windy gusts today. Right. All right. So I had to ask you, Steve, because we had something in common over the weekend. We both went out and saw the Jesus Revolution movie. What would you think of it? What an amazing movie. You know, I got to tell you, I went in with with good expectations of the movie, but it exceeded my expectations. And uh, I encourage folks, take uh, take some Kleenex with you. There's some moments that'll uh, make your eyes get a little bit wet. It is just, uh, it's an amazing story, and it's a true story. And I think they did uh, a fabulous job not only capturing the era, but also uh, capturing the uh, the emotions of, of a of a church that literally was dying on the vine with uh, Chuck Smith, and then by opening his doors to the people that Jesus hung out with, uh, the the dispossessed, the uh, the unloved, the unworthy, uh, you know, exploded into this Jesus revolution in the early seventies. It, uh, it it's one that uh, I'm going to go back and see again because it's one of those that I I, I suspect when you see it, you're going to see different levels of. Uh, of, of what actually happened as well. Yeah, I think the neat thing too, and I'm sure you have very similar thoughts, is with what happened with Asbury. As I was watching the movie, Steve, I was thinking, did they just produce and create this movie within the last two weeks? Because all <laughs> I could think about was Asbury, which was, again, just not what you typically, I mean, in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like Asbury. So it made this movie all the more, I guess, impactful to see this with my generation, Gen Z, which a lot of people have thrown out as delusional, which in many cases we deserve it. It's the hippie generation, just with shorter hair and <laughs> and, uh, and less uh, uh, less bell bottoms. Right. Uh, you know, I, I always tell my friends that you know I love that we have a God with a sense of humor uh, that that will do something like this movie hitting at the exact time that you're seeing this kind of uh, revolution again. This uh, um, this renewal of faith among among the young, as you uh, mentioned with Asbury, that's now spread to other college campuses. And it's not just young people. That's where it started, but it has now expanded beyond that. Uh, you know, I love having a God that says, hey, y'all, watch this. And uh, uh, that's what we're seeing, I think, in play right now. Yeah. All right. I know when you filled in, which you did such a great job. Always love hearing you on the show. You covered the racist reparations resolution. And we do have some bit of an update. Brittany Thornton, the commissioner that called Amber Mills, basically triggering because of her skin color, has responded to the station owner of KWAM, Todd Starnes. He went off on it, calling it racist, this resolution. And she went on to say... You'll be okay. She goes on to say, um, ultimately, Commissioner Mills and I have reconciled as only she and I know the details of our transaction behind closed doors. On a separate note, there is a lot of ignorance on this post. So to call these reparations racist would be to be ignorant. Well, look, you know, let's, let's say that if, if a commissioner used the N-word referring to another uh, commissioner, they might very well meet in private and and apologize and accept the apology if that's what actually happened. But it doesn't change the use of the N-word by the individual who used it and the revelation 
that they are reflecting the racism and the hatred in their heart. And and uh, Commissioner Thornton has has shown who she is, uh, the lack of character to kind of uh, play off uh, Reverend Martin Luther King. That, that for her, it's all about skin color. It is not about the character of her or any other person. And uh, you know, I, I'm happy if she and and Commissioner Mills have reached some resolution of the absolutely vile, disgusting comment that uh, Commissioner Thornton made. But it doesn't change who Commissioner Thornton is. And I think people in Memphis need to recognize that and recognize there are a lot of other Commissioner Thorntons in Memphis that have deep-seated racist attitudes within them. Not all, not all racism is white on black. Black on white racism is real. Uh, Commissioner Thornton showed it. And there are a lot of other people in Memphis that have not made reconciliation with their inner anger and hatred for people simply because of skin color. You know, we're, we're being told that uh, uh, white people today must must pay a price for what happened 150 years ago. Well, Commissioner Thornton needs to pay a price and do more abject apologies, not only to Commissioner Mills, but to the entire city of Memphis and every white person anywhere because of her um, her attitude, her lack of character uh, when all that matters to her is skin color, hers and everybody else's. Yeah, I mean, it's just unreal to hear her statements and to think of that reversed. I mean, just the hypocrisy is so blatant and disgusting. Spe- and the lack of media coverage nationally. Again, if Commissioner Mills had had said in a, in a meeting like that, your blackness triggers me, your blackness annoys me, your blackness bothers me, yeah. uh, that would be national news. We'd be seeing it. Uh, on TV, we'd be hearing it on radio until our ears and eyes were bleeding. And and the lack of attention to this vile, disgusting comment, uh, I think, also reflects the one-sided nature of how uh, the mainstream media deals with with racist attitudes. Speaking of just blatant hypocrisy, disgusting lies, let's talk about the big conspiracy theory. Or I guess it wasn't much of a conspiracy at all. Can we now, Steve— and good conscience, call it the China virus? I mean, what's coming out now? The Wall Street Journal reporting that the Energy Department has concluded that the COVID pandemic most likely arose from a laboratory leak. They have to go back to 2020 when Senator Tom Cotton, great senator out of Arkansas, referenced the possibility that this could be the case. Washington Post comes out, New York Times, they ridiculed him, saying he is a debunked coronavirus conspiracy theorist. And as you're (laughs) well aware of, they went on with that and called anybody that said that a racist. Well, and and you'd get blocked on social media, you know, for saying the unsayable, uh, speaking the untruth that that China was responsible. You know, President Trump was was called uh, uh, a racist for— you know, calling it the China flu. Uh, yeah, he was he was denounced for restricting travel of, of folks from China into the U.S. until we could figure out what was bringing it to our country. The world's a very small place. One person gets on an airplane and infects an airplane full, and the next thing you know, it's a global pandemic. Uh, and yet, as you point out, we, we now have not only the U.S. government, but mainstream media acknowledging the truth that they were denying just two years ago. Again, it's it's like uh, some of the memes point out. We've got to come up with some new conspiracy theories because all of, all of the conspiracy theories of the past two years have been proven true. Yeah. No. And I want 
I want an apology. You know, I want accountability. I'm furious about this because you have Anthony Fauci for years lying to the American people. And he's still up there, by the way. It's just that uh, maybe he's not getting as much media attention, but he is still, quote unquote, trusted. And yet this guy has lied, be it masking, be it gain of function. I mean, you could make the argument and the more you know that. It was gain-of-function research that was funded by people like Dr. Anthony Fauci that would go on and kill millions of people. And you actually had the New York Times uh, recently admit that masks don't work, despite the fact that we've got uh, those like Fauci wanting to re-energize the whole you-must-wear-a-mask business. Uh, again, uh, it wasn't just Fauci. It was BRICS. It was the entire uh, healthcare industry that was, was spreading the lies uh, both about the, the the origins of the pandemic and and the virus and the uh, and and denouncing things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine that uh, were very effective. Uh, we find out now that, that maybe a hundred members or more in Congress were given ivermectin when they had their own bouts of uh, of COVID, but they were denouncing it as a horse drug. Uh, publicly, health officials lying and preventing the treatment that could have uh, perhaps saved you know, hundreds, if not thousands of lives because they were, you know, using the, uh, the, the talking points that had been distributed to them. You know, the, the truth is going to come out. You know, unfortunately, I think most people will still not pay attention to the truth as it, as it begins to leak out. The mainstream media will continue to lie. Fauci will continue to say, I never said that uh, the vax would, would not, uh, yeah. uh, pr- pr- that would, it would prevent transmission and, and it would prevent you to, from getting it. I never said that. It's on videotape, you moron. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, remember the Spanish? So it's like the Spanish flu. Now I guess we can all get on the same page and call it the China virus. I, I'm, I'm just laughing this morning because that was deemed racist for years, Steve. And now looks like even the Washington Post is going to have to call it the China virus. You love to see it, but we do need to see accountability sooner rather than later. All you right. just have to say it right, though. You have to say it like Trump. The China. <laughs> the China, China virus. virus. <laughs> right. No one says it better than him, but that was pretty good, Steve. All right. Follow Steve um, on Twitter, The Gill Report. A lot of the stories we talked about can be found there. Again, Twitter handle is The Gill Report. Check him out. Steve, thanks for dropping by this morning. Thanks, Ben. Talk to you soon.